Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the six needs that all human beings need or desire, want to have, and of course we'll make it trading related as well. Now, before we get into things, remember that this show is meant to be kind of a, a community place where we can bring traders together, ask questions, share ideas, stuff like that. So feel free to use the comment section if you're listening to this on YouTube or the Q&A session, uh, section here on Spotify if you're listening to share feedback, share experiences, and just make this more of a, a community instead of just a place where I talk to you guys three days a week. So I came across um, a Tony Robbins video this morning, and I know the, the algorithm is listening to me. I think we spoke about Tony Robbins in the live room this morning, and I, I told you guys that when I first started off as a trader, my mentor, um, he advised that I read this book called Awaken the Giant Within. I wasn't very confident. I, I didn't understand like goals and big picture outlook. I was kind of like a wild young guy just running around doing everything. And it was that book that kind of gave me a different mindset on life. And I wouldn't say that I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. I haven't gone on to read like, I don't think any other Tony Robbins books after that. But the stuff in that in that book, the information that I got was very helpful in uh, my career. And again, the internet heard me talking about it. So what did it do this morning? It sent a Tony Robbins video across my feed. And the video consisted of him interviewing some guy talking about why it's so easy to keep bad habits. I think the guy was dealing with either previous drug use or alcoholism, something like that. And it reminded me of a topic that we discussed in a previous Trading Coach podcast. Um, there's a lot of them out there, but I, I want to say episode, I think, 916 or something like that, where we talked about how people are getting scammed by people out, out there on the internet, but they kind of purposely get scammed because it's the easy way out. And, and taking that easy way of failure is easier than, I guess, dealing with the the pressure of um, trying to be successful because it is easier to fail than be successful. That's why so many people kind of stay in that comfort zone where they don't really have their desired life, but they don't have pressure of achieving anything um, versus popping out of that comfort zone where the best things in life exist, but there's a lot of pressure to do it. I was speaking to someone the other day about that as well, where they were amazed. They don't know much about me. They're amazed at my journey of graduating college and pretty much being like, hey, I'm I'm done working for people. I'm tired of it. I'm going to do something of my own and how I've achieved success and how it must be awesome. And I always tell them, like, yeah, it is awesome. Like I have the freedom of time. I have the freedom to do whatever I want. Whenever I want, I can make my own decisions. But there's also a lot of pressure that comes with that, right? Because when things aren't doing good, guess who? There's no safety, right? It is on me to kind of right the ship. And 
Fortunately, I'm someone that likes control. I kind of I'm good at doing that, but it is a lot of pressure. And that's just kind of the gift and the curse of dealing with it. So Tony went on to say, or Tony, because, you know, me and him are so close. Tony, right? Tony went on to say that um, basically everything that we do in life, um, we do to meet kind of six needs. And, and these needs are kind of addictive. They, they could be good or bad as well. But when you meet need one, then you, you kind of like it. And you meet need two and you kind of love it. You meet need three, you get kind of addicted. And then you keep kind of going and going and going right for that next need. And it's very similar to what we talk about with wealthy people. And we always have the conversation, can money buy happiness? The answer is yes, comma, but only to a certain extent, because once you have all those basic needs met, you're no longer in a situation where you're struggling to pay the bills. You don't have to think twice about buying the kids something or, or going out on a date with your partner. Um, money starts to mean a lot less. Um, and it switches to money not being kind of the, the main agenda, but the the game of achieving the money, like getting the high score is, is you know, you already beat the game. Now, can I get the high score? Can I get all of the, the, the side quest achieved? That's what it becomes about. And in trading, it becomes this as well. We start off because, and, I, and we all start off this way, right? Why do we trade? Because we want money, right? You can tell me whatever you want. I preach process over outcome all the time, but don't get me wrong. I trade to make money. And I started off trading and switched from stocks to Forex specifically because I thought I could make more money in a quicker amount of time with less money, right? It was the, the trifecta, right? So we do trade to make money, but eventually it becomes more of the game where it's, you know, we, it's, it's less about the money that I make per trade. It's about me. I don't want to say outsmarting the market because that can't happen, but it's about me understanding the market, reading the market um, and, and doing that. And, and that's kind of, the goal in which you want to get to if you're trading when we say process over outcome. So anyway, back to these habits and these needs, because I'm getting off track here, as I usually do. That's why you guys love the podcast. But when it comes to kind of, you know, I, I think it also starts, can we talk about these habits or these needs being good or bad? It also, you have, we have to remember that we can't just replace bad habits or stop. We can't just stop bad habits. I should say we have to replace them. So, you know, when you, you can't stop a bad habit because then you're going to have an empty void and you're going to be unbalanced. You have to remove that bad habit and at the same time install that new habit. And that's typically like a, a 45 to 90 day process um, to do so. But the first need is going to be comfort or and or I guess you can say certainty. Comfort and certainty are kind of like dependability, things that we can depend on. And we get comfort from a lot of things, right? Let's say, you know, in life, you people get comfort, they comfort eat. They get comfort from eating, right? When they're nervous or they're in a bad place, they, they eat to kind of calm their nerves. Uh, smoking is another example. Um, you know, both of those can be negative ways of comfort and certainty. Positive ways could be like, working out, right? When you go to work out, you know you're going to get this certain rush or this certain pump from the gym. This is what I personally do. I, I work out because I, I, I know what I'm going to get each time I work out. That's my way of kind of comforting myself, de-stressing. You see me do this after trading days. If I have a, a bad day or a good day, I go to the gym to get it out of my system so I can reset. The hard part about trading is that we don't have certainty over anything, or I should say much, right? Um, we don't have certainty over the outcome of any given trade. What we do have certainty is that, and as certainty as certain as possible, I guess we can say, is 
our ability to follow our plan and extract our edge. And why I say certainty as much as possible, because we never know what the year is going to bring. But if you've done your work, if you got your trading psychology down, you can manage your mind state and you're able to follow your plan day in and day out. You can have as much certainty as possible that at the end of the year, right, we're talking big picture, you're going to end up on the profitable side. And I guess there's there, there's a, you know, at my point in my trading right now, and it takes years to get here, I, I'm, I'm very comfortable in, I don't want to say knowing, because again, I don't want to upset the market gods there listening. Um, I, I'm, I'm as comfortable as possible knowing that, hey, if I consistently execute my plan, my plan has an edge, I will be profitable. Another way to get this comfort or certainty is routine, right? We talked about the CTS system the other day in the live trading room, which, by the way, you can join as part of your 14-day risk-free trial at www.tier1trading.com. Check it out, risk-free, no strings attached, no auto bill, anything like that. Just join, 14 days later, you're off. Um, but we talked about the CTS system, and the CTS system is a way that we quantify trading opportunities, but the real value of it is it puts you through a process. Every day you're looking at the same things in the same order and you become very comfortable and confident in what you're doing. Very similar to a, um, a basketball player at the foul line, a, a soccer player taking a free kick, a baseball player in the batting box. They have these routines to kind of give them that comfort and that certainty. Now, the follow up on that, the, 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 the second need is um, variety, right? And this kind of goes against routine, right? Because... We talk about the, the value of being in a routine. It brings us comfort in a positive way, but routines also don't bring variety, which is tough because when you do the same thing every time, the same way, you get kind of locked in. I've ran two marathons in my life, and the first one I didn't really train enough for it, went out too fast, hit the wall, and suffered for like the second half of it. Rumor has it I stole a piece of candy from a baby because I just needed sugar in my system that bad. Um, I don't remember it like that, but that's what I was told, and it's probably true. I just don't want to be known as the guy stealing candy from a baby. But the second time I approached my marathon with a, a much smarter outlook, and I still hit a wall and started getting cramps at about like mile 16. And in doing the, the study and the research of why later on, I found out it was because I got pace locked. So pretty much I had a pace that I wanted to run to achieve my goal, and I was very consistent in that pace. The problem was because I was so consistent in that pace, my arms and legs, my body's gotten this routine of the same rhythm. Boom, 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 boom. And when you're doing that for hours and hours and hours, your body starts to cramp because there's no variety in it, right? So it had a negative effect on my run. I learned that you got to switch things up a little bit. So I'm not saying you should go out there and switch up your trading routine, but one, there's a little bit of variety built into the market because despite the market only doing three things, goes up and goes down and it goes sideways, it does those three things in a very different way each day. Each day is unique because each day it's, it's a new participants, new actions, right? And that's the fun of trading. It's, a, it's the same puzzle, but the pieces are slightly different or laid out slightly different each and every day, which gives you that built-in variety. And also the things we talk about, about playing in the sandbox, right? It can get real repetitive, real boring, following that CTS system, following your trading plan, because you're looking at the same thing every day and blah, 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 making money, ha, 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 right? But what you want to do is 
Also, keep that creativity because creativity is going to stem your new ideas. And I always tell play, uh, trader, traders to play in the sandbox, right? And by the sandbox, what I mean is you, you know, find a time a day if you have it or a certain time a week and open up a chart and just look for stuff that you don't trade. Right. Make predictions that are outside of your trading plan, like be a wild boy or wild girl. Right. Just go out there and play around, be creative, find things, explore. One, it breaks up that routine. Right. And keeps things fresh Two, you may find something that becomes a, a part of your future trading plan that you can use to exploit more money out of the market, which is awesome. So think about that when it comes to priority. The next one is the, the need or desire to feel significant or important. And, you know, I, I the negative way, I guess you can see this with a lot of traders where the we call them the social media traders, where they want to look cool. They want to look like, you know, they're, they're gamblers, but they want to look, you know, they want to look the part. And I, for when I first started investing, I did the same way. I remember I had an office. I rented a space in the office. I had like three TVs, a bunch of books. I had the Wall Street Journal come to it. I would, you know, walk outside of my robe and like, you know, like the Sopranos, like all this stuff to kind of look the part, Wolf of Wall Street style, um, because I wanted to feel like I was important. Um, I had that story I told you guys about before. This was more routine based, but I was trading out of my uh, my my house I owned, and I would literally wake up in the morning. Um, I would put on like a suit and tie. I'd walk outside. I'd drive my car around the block a couple times, park back in the same spot, hopefully, go back inside, you know, throw my jacket over my chair and sit down and be ready to trade, right? All because I wanted to feel important. Now, part of that was also I wasn't taking trading seriously, but, you know, I wanted to feel like a trader. I, I was happy about it. It's hard to feel like you're doing something. You're sitting here in your, your jammies and a dirty t-shirt doing it, right? But you want to do it in the right way. And, you know, coaching is something that helped me do this. When I, when I managed money for others, I, I thought it would fulfill that need, but I was really, you know, I was making money for myself, which was a goal, but I didn't feel important. I didn't feel like I had a purpose because even when managing money, I was managing money for people that had a lot more money than me. So I, you know, in my mind, I was doing them a favor, but I don't really feel like they treated me like that. Like I wasn't really helping them because they were wealthy no matter what. So it wasn't until I started coaching others and helping others and giving back. And it started by accident, just me with a blog talking about how dumb I was. Um, I started feeling importance where people were giving me messages like, man, Akil, your, your words inspired me. Or man, I made that same mistake. It's cool to see that I'm not the only one going through it. It gave me that sense of significance. It gave me that sense of, of importance. And that's why to this day, whenever you guys ask me, hey, Akil, are you ever going to like run a prop firm or anything like that? And I say no, because I love teaching. I, and I specifically love teaching traders who are younger in the game. I don't, you know, I, I like teaching all traders, obviously, but traders who are looking to change their life, who are just getting into it. I just don't, I don't want to teach once you become a, an already successful trader and, and help you take it to the next level. I want to get you to that successful trader level because that's what makes me feel good hearing those success stories of people that go on to get hired by prop firms. We have a few traders that started their own fund, like stuff like that is, is super cool. Um, Following up on that, the next one is kind of feeling connected, feeling loved. Uh, this is you know, kind of goes right hand in hand because as traders, we're generally not connected. Um, so being a teacher, having a community like what we have at Tier 1 Trading helps me stay connected because typically we're all by ourselves. We, we are disconnected. And not only is that negative from a social standpoint, that's why a lot of traders are like weird and awkward, right? Um, 
But from a psychological standpoint, it's tough as well. We don't know what's going on out there. We, every problem or issue that we have seems to be tenfold because we think it's only us making that mistake. Um, so community is the answer. Community is the answer. Whatever community you can find, whether it's an actual physical community where you meet up with a few traders, you know, in person uh, once a month, where you meet over, you know, Zoom, whether you're on a tier one trading platform, you meet in the, the chat or whether you're just commenting on the Trading Coach podcast here and reading the other comments and, and form that relationship there. Having that community is key because as human beings, one of our greatest needs is to stay connected, right? The whole tribal type stuff. Number five, I think we're on a lost count, um, was grow, right? I don't think I need to tell you about fixed versus growth mindset and which is better, but we should always be looking to grow as traders, as human beings, as people, right? Um, I was having a conversation about my kid with uh, one of the, the parents on the soccer team yesterday where it's like our kids are always growing and i'm like you know my, my oldest his legs are getting longer but his torso is staying the same and like sometimes he does weird stuff when he runs and i'm like well he's got a new body and he hasn't figured it out yet there's this kind of adaptation phase he has to go through um but it's important because once he does figure out then he'll be able to take it to the next level so growth is important you, you do too much at once right you rush it you're going to get into trouble, right? If you want to grow too fast, right? You want to be a, a big kid too fast and you're still small, you're going to run into trouble. But we should always have this need and desire to grow, right? Understand that there's always something to add. There's always something to tweak. There's always something to develop. Going back to playing in the sandbox and finding new ideas, going back to speaking with a community and talking with a trader who maybe views something from a different perspective or maybe used an indicator as a filter that you never thought of using. You're like, oh man, wait a minute, I can develop that. We should always put ourselves in a position where we're asking questions and we're, we're, we're at least taking in information. Even if you don't use it at once you know, or, or right away, you may use it in the future. And, and, and just that having that growth mindset and being open to it is so important. The last one is to contribute beyond ourselves, um, paying it forward. Um, obviously, teaching does this for me. I, I mentioned that earlier. Um, I do this for my, my children and my kids as well. It's a skill that could be used for generations to as a safety net. You know, even if my kids don't want to be traders, they could at least have the idea of knowing how to invest and how to trade that is kind of a, a safety net for them if, if things don't go their way or if they if they want to do it that's fine as well um but it's also the you know from a financial standpoint my wife and i give to a lot of causes and this is why i'm a fan of like there's no such thing as making too much money right i don't, I don't believe in that because even if you're not going to use it on yourself the more money you make the more you can give it to people that need it or causes that need it. Uh, and, and, and so time and money is very important to us. Now, I, I want to follow up with two last things. I think it's important. We, we talked about these needs and they can be good or bad, but there's also two main fears that we have um, as human beings as well. And one of the fears is going to be that we're not enough. I am not good enough. I can't do this. You know, Keel, you talk about all this stuff and comfort zone, like that's you, not me. Um, Understand that I came from the same place as you guys. I came from someone from an urban area, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you know, African-American. Like I wasn't supposed to do a lot of things. I was supposed to be 
dead or in jail by the time I was 18. I wasn't supposed to go to college. I wasn't supposed to graduate college. I definitely wasn't supposed to become an entrepreneur, start my own business, become an independent investor. Um, I wasn't supposed to do any of this stuff. So if someone like me can do it, and Jason Greystone's story is very similar, right? I forgot what, what he was, but came from a broken household and, and the, a bad area and wasn't supposed to do anything either. If people like us can do it, understand that anyone can do it. It just takes a lot of work. So you got to eliminate that fear that you are not enough. If you feel like you're not enough, right? Make yourself enough, right? Do what you got to do to empower yourself, build yourself up so that you are enough. The other one is that you won't be loved by people you care about. And this is a tough one um, because especially in trading or any type of entrepreneurial journey, um, you're gonna you're not gonna have a lot of support. <laughs> you know, you, it, it's it's weird to say. You would think people would support you unconditionally, but uh, most people won't. And a lot of that is because people don't understand. A lot of that is because people want they don't want you to be successful because it brings more pressure for them to be successful. That's again the whole comfort zone thing. Where imagine the the ball or the the, the circle, the sphere of a comfort zone. Um, as you try to break out of it, people are trying to pull you back in or push you back down because the minute that you become successful, now it's like a reality check for them where it's like, man, like this average Joe did it. Maybe I should be doing something too. And then that puts pressure on them. It's much easier for us all to fail together and be losers, right? Now we can complain and push blame on someone else. Um, but understand that during that journey, you, you, you may lose some of the people you love. You know, no matter what your journey is, you may have to cut people off, but you will create new relationships. You will create new friends. You will rekindle relationships and, you know, you will find new people that care about you and those voids will be filled, assuming you're a good person. So, you know, don't worry so much about pleasing others as much as you need to worry about pleasing yourself. One last please, please check out the website www.tier1trading.com if you're interested in learning how to trade. We work with traders of all levels, whether you're brand spanking new or maybe you've been doing it for a while but struggling. Start with that 14-day risk-free trial. It gets you on the platform. It gets you in the live sessions. It gets you access to some courses, some indicators, some really cool stuff, and it's risk-free. So after your 14 days are up, there's no sneaky auto bill or anything like that. You don't got to check the credit card statement. You just get kicked out, lose access, and can no longer join the community. So start today, www.tier1trading.com. And remember, whatever feedback you have about this podcast, leave it in the comment section or the Q&A section here on Spotify.